everybody. Welcome to the Good Witch Podcast. We are here to talk about the latest episode, the premiere of season six of The Good Witch. And we are really excited to talk about it. Uh, we had our premiere episode. We did our preview show. And we had our interview with Kylie Evans, who plays Stephanie, this last weekend, which was really fun. And hope you all get to listen to that. And uh, so uh, I am film critic Rachel Wagner. I'm here. We're going to be here all season be talking about good witch and i am joined by my very good friend georgia's here hi yes and amy's here hello yes so all right let's just dive in talk about that a lot going on in this premiere uh but georgia what was your overall thoughts about the about this premiere i mean yeah no i liked it i liked it um i thought that the mystery was good i love Abigail and Donovan. Honestly, I thought I wasn't going to, but I like that there's the drama. Um, I missed Grace, but mm. you know, of course I did. And I thought that it was a good start. I, I don't know about this new girl. I'm not sure if we're supposed to like her. I'm sure we're supposed to like her, but I feel like at first you're not supposed to. So it's kind of working because she's kind of getting on my nerves, but like in the right way. And yeah, I, it makes me excited for the rest of the season. Yeah. So that's good. Well, that's what premiere is supposed to do. Exactly. Uh, what about you, Amy? What'd you think? I, I agree with you, Georgia. Um, I'm, I, I was really liking it. And actually I didn't really miss Grace that much. Like they addressed her and then moved on. And I, I didn't even really notice until after the fact, my mom was like, Oh, that was kind of weird. Grace wasn't in it. And I was like, Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but I really liked it. I'm very curious to see if we are supposed to like, the new girl or not I want to know what her mystery is all about and I feel like there was a lot of story in this that I hope I hope will continue throughout the whole season yeah I I agree with you I didn't really miss Grace that much because to be perfectly frank I don't think they've really used Grace all that well the last few seasons we've always we've talked about it that we feel like she's she's always kind of in the wrong she's always made to she was always made to look kind of be the one to make all the mistakes and and not that you, you you want not that you don't want them to make have flawed characters but i don't know we just we i don't think we really really loved the way they use grace so i i don't know if i really will miss it as much as as much as you think even though i love bailey mm -hmm. uh but uh, it'll be interesting to see once nick is gone if we miss her more i think yeah. since he briefly appeared in this I just, I think that episode. it made a difference to me with Sam and Cassie not having Grace and not having really, I mean, I know Nick was there, but he's not like super a part of the story. I think mm -hmm. they have to figure out how to make Sam and Cassie in a good way, make them more interesting because there just yeah. isn't really any drama with the two of them. Yeah, I think that is a problem that they're going to have to figure out because they can't always have the question of what, what anniversary gift <laughs> is he going to get? <laughs> you can have that in the premiere but they definitely will have to figure figure out some kind of conflict because it's easy to create stories for Cassie because she can just be a matchmaker and that's fun. I think it's harder to create a story for Sam and with an actor like James Denton, you kind of need to have something for him to do. He's not, you know, he's, he's like a, a, a named act, like he's, he's, a well-known actor you can't just give him nothing mm -hmm. and uh and so i don't know what they're going to do to make his character grow mm -hmm. and be interesting well uh, I think, but 
I would like to see more of him because now we have Adam in the hospital as well. The two of them both in the hospital. So mm-hmm. we can really do more medical-ish storylines, which I would like to yeah. see more about his profession would be nice. Yeah, that could be interesting. Because for a long time they had him in the clinic, mm-hmm. but now they kind of moved over to uh, yeah. uh, to the hospital. He gives off and they do a really good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could even have him do more of those outreach things. Mm-hmm. like doctors without borders and stuff like that that he did last season that could be interesting yeah and uh, to see what went from there yeah so cassie gets sam quite the amazing uh birthday i mean anniversary gift the uh handwritten lyrics to uh <laughs> maybe i'm amazed from paul mccartney uh <laughs> it's pretty exciting uh, and so that puts the pressure on he's got to find a really good gift <laughs> georgie you weren't a fan of this how much money must she have spent to get the original handwritten autograph lyrics from paul mccartney my goodness good witch how much money is she making at her shop I mean, <laughs> not i know she has well she has like a in- lot of different forms of income though that would she's got gray house He's a doctor. They're now married. Pay for it, though. This was supposed to have come from... I mean, that's like... (laughs) It's outrageous. And I thought it was a funny choice just for her anyway, because it's sort of an odd thing for her to do, I thought. But my gosh, the the amount of money you would have to spend to get that. I was just like, that's that's incredible. I don't know where that was supposed to have come from. That's insane to me. Yeah, I wonder how much it really would be. I have no idea. Oh my uh, gosh, the, the Beatles—that just sounds expensive. Anything that was—I know. <laughs> you try to get like an original poster from the '60s, and it's like a thousand dollars. I mean, yeah. for handwritten original signed lyrics, that's gonna be oh my gosh. I mean, this would have been post Beatles, but still, Paul McCartney is still—I mean, pretty. Maybe maybe he just wrote tons of lyrics though, and he has them all out there, and you can who knows. They but, said the original handwritten lyrics, and I'm like, that's an ad. Wow. Okay. It, it did sort of feel like a. It didn't really feel like much of a, a Cassie gift, but it did feel like it in the sense that it was like really personal and really thoughtful. So that it did. Yeah, but it, it was pushing it a little bit for me. I, I got a good laugh out of it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what. Uh, Amy, what do you think uh, Sam could have gotten in return for for this amazing gift? I think the bracelet was fine. Like, I think that yeah. would have been great. Like, I don't know if that's a girl thing, but, like, it's jewelry. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, he didn't get her a little friendship bracelet or anything. Like, that was a nice, like, a nice piece of jewelry. So yeah. why, I don't understand why he thought that wasn't good enough. <laughs> yeah, and it was like a... Th- thoughtful piece of jewelry like it looked like he'd taken some time to to pick it out and everything like that but but he was obviously very concerned and uh so then you have uh you have uh, martha coming in and she is going to be buying the historic home of roderick davenport and one can only assume that she was wanting to do this so that she can officially be in middleton again mm-hmm. So that that so that uh, problem is is done away with, and uh, she goes and tells Abigail first, and Abigail refuses to sell her any flowers, 
because she is buying this home, which is the beginning of the curse uh, between when Patience ran off uh, with uh, and left Roderick, and that's when the curse came. And uh, and so, <laughs> uh, yeah, and so she wants to buy this house, and uh, there's a last-minute bidder who's also interested in the house. Uh, and then you also have the dynamic of this woman named Joy who wants to renovate, help her renovate the house. Uh, I don't know. What did you think about Martha wanting to buy this house? Uh, what did you think, Amy? I, 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 it's a nice house. I don't know. I didn't really have, it just seemed like a Martha thing to do. She's like, I yeah. want the big fancy house because I'm the big fancy mayor. I don't know. That's not, <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but like, it just seemed like a Martha. She's like, this is a big, beautiful house and it's the mayor's mansion and I would like it. And that's, yeah. Yeah. Do you think, uh, what, so we've got a couple different parts of the curse sort of floating around here. We've got the house that they, that they lived in. We have the uh, heart of Middleton, both Emerald and Ruby uh, that were hidden away and we have this woman joy that's like investigating the curse and everything i don't know joy i mean uh, i almost called you joy uh georgia what, what do you think about this whole the curse we also have the fortune cookies yeah i mean i, I thought that was the most i think it was supposed to be but i thought it was the most interesting part of the episode i liked that everything was seemingly connected so you have you know martha going to abigail which is always hilarious to me when they're hanging out i still wish that martha had to stay at abigail's again because that was like a hilarious oh missed opportunity but anyway i like that it's all connected to the davenport stuff and i hate dotty still which is good you're supposed to yeah and that joy i don't know what her deal is i don't know what she's after i do like that Abigail is giving her a hard time because somebody has to, you know, I know Cassie's going to be really nice and welcoming and everything, but she's being all pushy and everything. And I'm like, well, what, like you can just ask them questions. Why are you here? You know? And it's, Oh, I'm going to like trick Martha into buying the house. Even though I know Martha wants it, but I don't like when people are devious and they lie about things. You don't need to lie about it. So starting off, I'm not crazy about her. But I do like the storyline. I like that it looks like every bit of it is connected. And I thought I was going to hate the curse thing, but I think I might kind of like it. Mm-hmm. If they do it right, I think I'll yeah. like it. Well, it's interesting. Yeah, I kind of, well, I was worried that that at least the jewel part of it, we were only going to get for one episode or something like that. And then uh, that they were going to kind of brush it away. But I'm wondering if we really will get a good arc this season uh with with some of these things because they've really dangled quite a bit yeah more than you can wrap up in one episode i have i mean if the ruby is breaking because of a curse then that's that's crazy i have the the ruby and the emerald and we need to have a theory uh, segment because i have so many theories (laughs) uh (laughs) oh yes uh and so (laughs) the um uh yeah and so this joy so she comes in and she's staying at Gray House, and she is Snoopy, Snoopy, Snooping all around, uh, and uh, obviously trying to figure out more about uh, Marrow. She has the Merowick kind of family tree uh, in her notes. She's trying to figure out more about the Merowicks. She's like interviewing everybody. She's super eager to help Martha to renovate and decorate this house. 
Uh, and uh, so, yeah, she's pretty, pretty suspect, I think. I don't think that she will really be a villain. Uh, there'll probably be some family reason why she needs to be, like, do you assume that she is a Merowick? Do you think, uh, Amy? I think she is, but I don't think she is in, like, the way we expect. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a feeling maybe she has something to do with those two and with the curse. Maybe we don't know the whole full story about why she actually left. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that there might be something to do with her that's having to do with both the Davenport's and the Merriwicks. Yeah. What do you think, Georgia? Do you think she's a Merriwick? Joy? No, I don't know. I was like, yeah, she probably is, but maybe she's related to that that Spry family that the patients ran off with and she married and so maybe she's like some descendant of something but maybe she's a Davenport I don't know she's obviously connected I yeah. thought oh she's just a Merowick because she seems to have the same kind of powers mm-hmm. or, that intuit, intuitive charm yeah yeah she has yeah. that same oh let's go yeah. with that you know and you go okay you're obviously involved somehow but I don't know how yeah So what did you think about Donovan and Abigail getting this fortune cookie? I said, your heart will break, but you just keep living uh, day after day after terrible day. (laughs) That's quite the the message to go along with your Chinese. That was so random. Like just (laughs) fortune cookies. Like out of anything, it could have been just, it was so random to me. (laughs) Also, I don't know about y'all, but when I get fortune cookie like messages, they're like short and sweet. (laughs) Like, well, they're not even fortunes they, anymore. <laughs> yeah, they've stopped being fortunes, which is so lame. Mm-hmm. They're just like, uh, calm thoughts make for a happy life or something lame like that. <laughs> and, and they used to be like actual fortunes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We ironically had Panda Express the night that we watched this last night, and my fortune was like, your French, your friends enjoy your good humor or something. I'm like, that's not a yeah. fortune. <laughs> but it's true, Amy. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> so i guess it yeah. is as as abigail's biggest fan i what did you feel georgia i felt awful i felt <laughs> horrible i was watching i was like no 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 do not make her so sad but i love that she is sort of like the oh gosh it's sort of like the thing holding it all together you know it's sort of the main storyline this season because i think it's interesting i like that it's not just because Cassie's sort of the main character, that Cassie has to be the one with the biggest storyline or something. I like that they're really using the other characters. Um, but I thought that was extremely harsh and I felt horrible. And But I also, I mean, I like that it means the ruby can actually break. Because what breaks a ruby? <laughs> oh, a curse. And you go, really? Like, that's crazy. So the whole season, it's just going to be the ruby slowly breaking. I mean, I'm interested in how they're going to break it because I don't know. What, I have no idea what you're supposed to do to stop that. Okay. Well, I mean, I was glad that uh, it was at least a tiny bit more subtle than her literally physically not being able to say the words "I love you." Like yeah. that was that was not for me last year. I thought that that was too like it. it because the, the magic in Good Witch has always been more subtle than that. Yeah. As someone literally being mute, they can't speak. Uh, <laughs> that was my favorite. Can't say the words. <laughs> so then we also have this plot of Lisa Gold being the new partner uh, who bought out Vincent, which we're very sad about. 
Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and so she's the new partner for Stephanie. She wants to change everything. She wants to increase the prices. Cause really, I mean, to be honest, $4 for a sandwich and rum food truck, that's pretty cheap. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, you're gonna pay at least, at least $7 uh here most like if you're getting chips and a drink you're definitely you're paying more like 12 dollars. Yeah, i think yeah yeah wouldn't don't you think georgia i don't really do food trucks <laughs> i don't that? think so anti-california of me but i just i don't know we don't we have a bunch of like taco trucks around here and that's about it so i yeah. don't know about sandwiches yeah it's too it's too but they're but they're still trying to claim these uh these uh, grilled cheese sandwiches are Monte Cristos. <laughs> Even my parents noticed it this time. <laughs> Last time they're like, oh, just let it go. It's just like a set dressing thing. Oh, well. But this time they're like, no, that's not even close. Like, that's, that's no, like barely a peanut butter and jelly. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I was like, so <laughs> maybe oh, they're doing God. it on purpose just to irritate us now. Maybe I think so. <laughs> Because they heard us last year, and they're like, oh, we're just going to keep messing with them. <laughs> We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. They're the good folks over at Skylight Frames. And right now, everyone's looking for the perfect Mother's Day gift. And it can be really hard to find the perfect gift for our moms, something that will be meaningful, but, uh, but there's something they don't already have. It can be very difficult. Uh, and I recently was able to get my my parents a skylight frame and it, it was such a fun gift for them because it not only looks nice and is you know a thoughtful gift but it also helps them to connect with their family members and gets to see the photos uh, of their family uh, with greater ease and so it's a really nice product it's a digital frame where people can email you their photos so they don't even have to download them or upload them onto the frame like a traditional digital frame they can send the photos directly to your frame so they could be out uh hiking or doing some activity and uh and just with their phones upload it right to the frame and you can see it which is really cool the the frame sets up in under 60 seconds it has a very easy to use touch screen that allows you to connect with your wireless network and uh, it's an effortless system to send the the photos uh to from your family and and it just makes things very very easy to stay in touch it's a black frame though it looks looks like a real photo you can't even tell the difference between your other photos uh, your framed artwork and uh and it has a 10 inch screen you can swipe through photos with your finger and it has 100 percent satisfaction guarantee if you don't love skylight they will offer you a full refund so now as a special holiday offer, you can get $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash hallmark and enter code hallmark. So this is a great thing that you can get for Mother's Day for your mom. And that's $10 off your purchase of a skylight frame. Just go to skylightframe.com slash hallmark and enter code hallmark. That's skylightframe, S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash hallmark. But what I thought was interesting is that, is that Stephanie is irritated by this Lisa Gold, but she goes to talk to Cassie about it and Cassie tells her that maybe doing things Lisa's way is not such a bad idea. 
which is sort of different i feel like for cassie usually she's more on the middleton person's side and so i thought that was kind of interesting i thought it was more like cassie maybe was maybe it wasn't specifically just for lisa i think she was trying to teach stephanie a lesson about like maybe be a little bit more open-minded to hearing what other people have to say and other people's like input type of thing i think is i think it was supposed to be more of a general than cassie specifically talking about her i feel like it Mm -hmm. might come into play later in the season with something with stephanie and adam but again theories (laughs) yeah if you listen to the interview with kylie she says that she says she says that there's going to be a big development with adam and it might be something that we might not like (laughs) she's like if you don't i just got an idea i hope it's not what i just thought it was (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i'm just like he had a wife oh my gosh he's got a kid <laughs> but let's- oh maybe maybe i, I don't know <laughs> i can i ask is this this one they showed the clip of the lady who was who was the partner this week the lisa gold yeah. only lisa this gold. week <laughs> okay <laughs> right for one week did this happen they showed the the clip from like last season this happened last yeah. season yeah the very end it was like five like blinking yeah. you miss it like because i forgot she even existed because she was like a blogger person but then she ended up buying vincent's part of the food truck or whatever because i'm pretty sure i cut that from my mind because <laughs> i'm like that didn't happen he could still come back i swear i saw her and went who the heck is she why are <laughs> what is she doing why does she have a different business partner i thought it was adam i had no idea and so i spent the whole episode being like i guess she did I, they had her in yeah. the, you know the review thing but i do not remember that oh my gosh yeah. oh no so it turns out that donovan's mother is also bidding on the house and uh and so i was kind of glad to see her back because i was annoyed last year I felt like they set her up to be this delicious villain and then like they were all friends friends by the end of the season I'm like ah you didn't do anything with that so maybe they're gonna do something with it maybe I I mean she seems horrible well yeah but I would like it if Martha and Dottie were a like a friendly rivalry rather than it being like they hate each other (laughs) yeah I think it would be fun to have them bounce off each other and you know like get on each other's nerves but not not necessarily be like enemies Mm mm-hmm I mean, well, and we could see that, like, maybe even the start of that with this. Obviously, Martha's mad that she's bidding on the house, but, you know, she's writing this. Uh, she gets Joy to help her write this interest letter. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, she ends up winning the bid in the end because how could you not pick Martha? <laughs> so I could see that kind of dynamic happening as sort of the next step after this. I hope so. That could be really fun. Anytime you get martha with a rivalry it's fun but they already have abigail who's more of like the friendly rivalry where they support each other but they do compete for things Mm -hmm. at least they have so if they're just sort of making abigail like not that character anymore then i could see having to have somebody in there i would rather she just stay somebody i hate because i can't stand her she's like horrible she messes everything up she's trying to sabotage everybody i like so i'm like no defeat her have her be a real (laughs) villain and then sort of make her go away that would make me happy personally yeah so they find this this great expectations that was it was owned by the marriott whatever i didn't write that down it was owned by the davenport davenport the guy the i can't remember his name it was in his collection of 
Roderick. Yeah, Roderick's collection. Yeah. And so when they put that book in the right spot on the bookshelf, it, it opens to a secret room. And I love secret rooms. I would absolutely love someday to have a house with a secret bookcase room. Mm -hmm. That would be the best. <laughs> and so I thought that was really fun. I would totally want to buy this house if I was Martha. And I mean, and it is pretty amazing that they managed to get from all the way. What, what do we figure? When was Roderick and Patience? When were they alive? Was that like the ninth? It was the 19th century sometime, right? I think, yeah. I think they said early 19th century. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So it would be, they did a pretty good job of keeping those books right there unmoved <laughs> so that everything worked. And, uh, and, you know, Great Expectations is kind of a perfect choice in a way because it's all about this uh this bo boy who gets uh there's the sort of minx woman <laughs> who kind of tricks them in the end uh and uh you get the secret room and i think we're gonna see some more of that i think there's gonna be a lot going on with this house mm -hmm. and i think the joy is is sort of scheming and trying to figure out something with this house as well so it's going to be, I'm excited about that. I think that sounds all like a lot of fun. Because Joy has, she's found like a, she has like a diary of some kind, right? That she finds? Yeah. Yeah. Like a book or some, something. I don't know. Maybe it's mini Cassie spell book or something. <laughs> <laughs> from, from, from patience, I think. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then Abigail says, I think your new guest is playing with us. And so, uh, you know, she... Um, and Joy says, we need to drop the hammer and infuse your energy with the spirit of the house. So that's what she tells Martha. Martha, I don't know what drop the hammer means. <laughs> she was so funny. I I mean, whatever, you know, whatever you think of the stories and everything, the writing yeah. for Martha, they've just perfected it. The yeah. Joy walked in, she's like, oh, there you are. Wait, why aren't you holding pizzas? And you go, it's, it's just like, it's perfect. The way that she plays it, everything. It's just that. That felt like an ad lib to me, that pizza line. That was really <laughs> funny. I agree with you. She was really good. And I, I'm excited to see her renovating. I think that that has a lot of potential to be funny. For sure. Especially if there are other secret yeah. rooms. Like just freaking out over a color wheel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she said that getting ahead of herself is part of her charm. <laughs> You'll get used yeah. to it. I'm like, well, and especially if, if it's done in coherence with, with feuding with Dottie. Like all of that has huge Martha potential mm -hmm. I'm excited and uh, and then you also have Nick coming back and he's been dating a woman named Stella a young woman and he's trying to figure out a three-month anniversary present and so that's kind of along with Sam both of them trying to figure out a present for their girls and and he says expensive doesn't always make it special is what Sam tells Nick, but at the same time he's trying to figure out his own uh, own gift, and uh, and also we also find out that Abigail is not interested in kissing Donovan in the house. That was hilarious. <laughs> Weird result of this curse. <laughs> I mean, I like that better though than like her literally physically not being able to. For sure, that was a little much last year. For sure. They've, they worked on it. I think they got it down now where it's like, no, I just have no interest in you at all. And I'm like, oh, okay. This is way more fun then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Can and I- then we get a scene with <sighs> Stephanie and Adam kissing in the restaurant. And Lisa tells uh, Stephanie, I think I'm going to stick to writing about food and not selling it because they're not, I guess, selling with the new prices and everything. Uh, that's And then that's when we find out about the crack in the ruby because we have the heart of Middleton and then we also have the emerald of Middleton, I guess. uh so the ruby has cracked and if it cracks all the way the curse is here to stay (laughs) so yeah i mean they went to a lot of effort to curse future progeny uh (laughs) poor roderick his heart was really broken Mm -hmm. i have i have a theory about the jewel stones because there's three spots right Yes. And didn't Sam mention something about diamond? What mm-hmm. if the third one is the ring because they were engaged? It's the diamond. Oh, the Merowick ring? Oh, uh, yeah. It's the ring that he proposed with or whatever would be yeah. the stone. I think that'd be perfect. And then, oh, solve the curse. Donovan proposes. Surprise! That's Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> um, so Sam ends up deciding to give her a lantern a paper lantern they have a, a lantern flight or whatever you call those and that was really nice and that was very cassie-ish but i still would want the bracelet <laughs> but he recreated the, the moment they met i was that yeah. was way better i as someone who just cute. doesn't i don't cute. care about jewelry really so i'm like that would be way better to go to that <laughs> much effort that was cute yeah uh, and they did have some nice, I thought, music in this episode with every little thing she does is magic in yes. acapella. That was fun. That was very good witchy in. And uh, so he, he nails it in the present in the end. Uh, and he, I guess he returns the bracelet. <laughs> maybe he gave it to Nick. <laughs> yeah, maybe he did for his uh, three months. So much for a three-month anniversary. <laughs> yeah, he was looking at fine jewelry. I don't know what these 18-year-olds are doing these days. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, I've never been, I, I've never been engaged like that or whatever. It's not engaged, but whatever. Uh, so I don't know what the three month gift is expected. That's a lot. Yeah, a gift for three months. That's a lot. Okay. Yeah, I would think so. When he told like the story about the board games and like, I'm like, oh, it'd be cute if you got her like a little. Because he said something about the Eiffel Tower. I'm like, oh, get her one of those little Eiffel Tower things that she can put rings on or something. And that would be such a cute little personal like connecting to when they met and everything and probably yeah. would appreciate it more because it'd be a little awkward to get something really expensive when you've only been dating for three months three months yeah I, my goodness <laughs> kids yeah i mean i i we did i did ask stephanie stephanie i did ask kylie if uh if nick wasn't going to be on the season much and she said yes her his part is limited well- so he walked in and shook hands with sam his dad why did he have to shake his hand like they made it weird yeah that's true that's a good point maybe things are awkward (laughs) so yeah it'll be interesting to see once he's gone uh and it'll be interesting to see how joy uh changes as a character whether she's a true villain or whether she's you know more of a positive character we don't really know but I don't know. I felt like the actress was pretty cute. I was pretty happy with her addition into the into the lineup. I guess she had cute clothes. Yeah. yeah. So I, like I think it's going to be fun. 
And overall, I enjoyed the the premiere. I will always be happy to see more Good Witch. Yep. And uh, I thought that they handled the curse thing, like I said, better than last year as far as not her not being able to talk was too much for me. So it'll be curious to see where they go from here. Do you have any do you have any predictions of what you think is going to be coming up, uh, uh, Amy? Well, other than I think the whole diamond with the ring thing, but yeah. Um, also, I did look up what can break a ruby, and the only thing that can break or scratch or cut a ruby is a diamond. Oh, so I think that you're right then. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's why good, was, Amy. That's good. I was like, dude, I was like on my phone, like scientist <laughs> Amy, real quick. Um, like what? <laughs> I'm like, oh, glass and bubble or whatever. I'm like looking up jewel gemstones. <laughs> but yeah. Well, but I also think they're going to find stuff in this secret room yeah. in this house. There's yeah. going to be a lot of stuff. There's a reason why she's snooping uh, uh, around, mm-hmm. obviously. And so that's going to be fun to kind of see. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah. So I think we basically covered everything. If you're listening, let us know what you thought of the premiere. Did you like it? Not like it? Let us know. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And uh, we will be back next week to talk about the next episode of Good Witch. And uh, make sure you listen to that interview with Kylie. It was really fun. And <laughs> so, uh, Georgia, where can people find you? Um, I am on Twitter at Georgia Speech. But I also want to say one last thing. I do miss the old opening. I sort of, the, the new little thing. Yes, 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 it, yes. <laughs> I miss it. I miss the little candle being blown out and I miss the music. And it was, oh, yeah. It was my, I used to just, it's so comfortting. I love that part. And the fact that they changed it, I sat there and went, what? Because I didn't know they were going to do it. It's just a picture. That's a good point. I didn't even so, notice that, but you're right. So it was just a picture with the grass and the snow globe. What does the snow globe have to do with anything? I... <laughs> <laughs> Amy felt very looks like Amy felt strongly about that also I forgot but I agree I was like what that, what is that that's not right <laughs> it's just it's so weird I know that Bailey Madison's not on there anymore so okay you're not gonna have the main three but I'm like how just those two then have Catherine Bell James Denton and then do the little candle because I'm, I'm it was different music and everything they could have yeah, added someone else point. in there. They could have put Martha in there or Abigail or someone else. They could have just stuck a third person in there. Different person every episode would be fine. Yeah, have at it. Exactly. <laughs> so we miss it. Sorry. No, good. So, Georgia, where can people find you? <laughs> I'm on Twitter at Georgia Speech. Great. And Amy, what about you? Uh, you can find me on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at It's Amy Craig. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, so check that out. And uh, yeah, we're going to have lots of good content. We've got like all of us creating content for the for the uh, podcast. So it's really exciting. We have more Good Witch stuff coming up. And uh, so it's just a really fun time to be a Hallmark fan. And so please leave, if you're listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. And if you're watching on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much too. And we really appreciate your comments and feedback. We're always trying to improve and be better. And so thanks so much, everybody. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye.